Anyway, podcast back for another episode Wednesday. Hello to everybody. You can't see her, but you can hear her. We all love her. Cuddles is here. Hello, I'm here. Uh, and here to discuss Steve Martin's book being banned. Ooh. Uh-oh. Porn mom almost got elected. Oh, God. And the SAG after strike about to be settled. Breaking news all on this episode. Mm. Sabs is off seeing Pete Davidson. Which is why. I'll say a prayer for her. Yeah, which is why she's not here. And Frank is not here because he is off avoiding Pete Davidson. He didn't want to accidentally yeah. stumble in on him. <laughs> so, Who goes to see him? Ugh. I think Jay Sabs is going to be incredibly disappointed in Pete Davidson's stand-up, but we'll see. I guess I think we'll get a full review from her uh, either tomorrow or on Friday's episode. We'll see what happens. Okay. Cuddles, Steve Martin's book has been banned in Florida. Florida? Yes, because Florida is banning books like crazy, you know, to save the children. Okay. And there's no bigger threat to the youth of our country than Steve Martin. Oh, okay. I love you know? Steve Martin. Yeah, but if we don't stop him now, our children, you know, who knows, could be playing banjo five years from now. And we can't have that. I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they could be yeah. playing banjo. They could be doing wild and crazy things. Murdering people in old buildings only. I mean, there's no, t if we don't stop him now, this could really spiral out of control. You know what I'm saying? True. Next True. thing you know, we're marrying gay frogs and uh, we're riding on horses with Martin Short and uh, the other racist guy. What's his name? Griswold. Chevy Chase. Thank you. Chevy Chase. That's what I'm saying. Like, if we don't stop this now, who knows where we'll be? Um, let's say a happy birthday to Aussie Annie. Happy birthday. Congratulations, Aussie, on another trip around the sun. This is a big deal. Now, I don't know how this works, but I'm pretty sure her birthday was yesterday because she's in Australia. So no. I'm not sure if we're, her birthday's to, is this to, when? We're behind. She's probably she's already into Thursday, right? I don't know. I don't know if her birthday passed. Did we missed it, or it's tomorrow, or it's happening now, Wait. which is oh, yesterday, oh. tomorrow on the other side of the. I'm not sure. Was it the eighth, or the, or is it the ninth? That's let's, a good question. Let's ask her. What is it right now where we are? It's the eighth, you idiot. Not to people that are watching on the replay. What up, replay crew? Love you. Okay. True. Onion has clarified this for us. She is in Tomorrowland. She's in, she is. That's helpful. That's helpful. Aww. Little known fact, best pretzel in Tomorrowland. The best Mickey pretzels. They're right there in Tomorrowland. Ooh, yes. yes. Yeah. That's a big thing for everybody. Um, now we asked Aussie Annie when her birthday was, and I think it's taking about 45 minutes for that message to reach Australia. So yeah. we'll see how long it takes. Now, Renee seems to think it's morning for her and she's a day ahead. Well, now I'm really 
Yeah, isn't it? Turned isn't around. it like the morning in Australia? Aren't they like far no, ahead of us? I have, I have no idea. I have no idea. And I used to work for British Airways. That was confusing enough. That because they'd be like, if we leave now, when are we going to hit England? I'm like, I don't know. Let's just be happy we can fly over the Atlantic. You know what I'm saying? So because you worked for what airline again? British Airways. That makes you a fucking expert. It does makes me a world traveler. Oh yeah, real, real worldly you are. I was on the Concorde. I'll have you know, it was on the ground, but I was still on it. Oh okay. They are. And my first day at British Airways, they took us for a tour, and the Concorde was still flying back then before it was grounded. So they they brought us on the Concorde, and they literally like we walked onto the plane. They were really like, "Okay, don't touch anything. Enough. Get off. Get off." Like they, it was like, you know, yeah, lowly baggage people jumping onto the Concorde. Um, Ossiani says it is the eighth. Oh, uh, so it is t- today. Our like where we are now. Yeah. Oh fuck! Why unless, did I? Unless she's like uh, JSABs, where it's fifteen days out of the month of November. I don't know. We still haven't stopped celebrating JSAB's birthday. In fact, she's going to Pete Davidson. That was a birthday present. The whole we thing is out of control. All year around. The whole thing's out of control. So I know. I know. We get one right, day so off. What's so bad about his book, Steve Martin's book? Okay, so Steve Martin, he's written several books, uh, but one novella he wrote um, is called Oval. And it is, no, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) And it was actually turned into a movie, which he played one of the characters opposite the lovely and talented Claire Danes. Uh, the story is about a clerk who falls in love with an older man. You kind of got to respect a person who gets to a point in their career where they're like, I kind of want to make out with a younger chick. Let me write a book that will eventually be turned into a script and a movie where I'll get to do just that. Yeah. He just wanted to he just wanted to make out with Claire Danes. Like if I was uh, an actor and I was like, honey, I'm writing a script where a young clerk falls in love with me. You would not let that come out of development you wouldn't let you wouldn't even let that get to script you know you're already in trouble for me with me (laughs) so it is it is in your best interest to just keep going yeah so i don't know what happened to miss martin uh is he married steve martin he is right probably is his wife still alive i don't know i don't remember um but if one more person sends me the video where martin short you see the video where martin short's on the today show and hoda or or no. Kathy Lee Gifford goes, uh, tell me about your wife. And his wife had just died. Do you remember that? Remember oh, the... God, no. That's oh, like one of those God. videos that's just like forever around. That's cringeworthy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so he wrote this book. And because it has to do with feelings and oh, God. gender and whatever, uh, down in Collier County, um, who earlier this year passed a bill permitting, uh, not permitting schools, or excuse me, permitting schools to restrict classroom materials about gender and sexuality, it is being banned in the entire uh, county school public libraries. Okay. Yeah. I will say Steve Martin's reaction to this is the funniest reaction I've seen so far 
which is, I'm glad my book was banned down in Collier County, Florida. Now people who want to read it will have to buy a copy. Slick hey. move. Mm-hmm. Slick move from Steve Martin. Has not lost his sense of humor, that young man. Who has been old, by the way, for the past 40 years. Have you noticed that? Yes. He, but he doesn't look like he's like aging, but he was just old to begin with. Yeah, he pulled a move that I never saw coming. He went from a gray-haired gentleman to a white-haired gentleman. Like, but we can't oh, tell the difference. Yeah. He still looks the same. Yeah, because he had gray hair. You're like, how's this guy? What's this guy going to look like when he gets older? And he just lost the gray a little bit, and he still basically looks exactly the same, to your point. Yeah, he does. It's just beyond me. Um, Father of the Bride was what, 90-whatever? 92, 93. All right, let's say it's, let's call it 93. So it's 20, 30 years old. And he was great at, holy shit, how old he, is he? Yeah, and he was great then. He was the father of the bride then. He should be a great, great grandfather of the bride at this point. Yeah. I think he was great when he was like 27. Well, you know, some guys look really good gray. Thank You're you. holding your own with it. I appreciate it. You didn't even have to give him the full compliment. I knew you were throwing a little love my way. Do you know how old he is? 75. 78 years old. Pretty good guess. Not bad. Okay. Yeah. Pretty good guess. 78 years old. Um. By the way, married Annie Stringfeld in 2007. Okay. Prior to that, he was married to Victoria Tennant from 1986 to 1994. Okay. I like him. Him and Martin Short together make me laugh. Oh my God, the best, right? Yeah. That's comedy. Not the idiot that she's going to see tonight. Pete Davidson. Yeah. Yeah. He annoys me. He needs a bath. You look at Steve Martin's like track record. He has an insane amount of just incredible shit. Yeah. Father of the let me read a couple of these. Father of the Bride, Father of the Bride Part Two, The Jerk, Cheaper by the Dozen, mm-hmm. Three Amigos. Oh God, that was I love that movie. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Mm-hmm. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Parenthood. <laughs> How <laughs> great is Parenthood? Best. I love that movie. I still won't turn that movie off if it comes on. Yep. Um, Roxanne. Ah. Oh. With the okay. nose. Great one. It's complicated. Mm-hmm. Hitting his love that years. movie. I love that movie. Right? We don't turn that movie. We don't Never. turn that movie off if it comes on. That is so good. Bowfinger. That was the one with Eddie Murphy, if you remember. It was pretty good. Um, I didn't realize this. The animated classic. This is big in our house. Home. Our kids love home. Really? Yeah, he's in that. Uh oh, okay, maybe one of my faves. I don't know. My Blue Heaven. <gasps> oh my god. How did we forget about that? I believe so in over tipping. That's my favorite line of that whole movie. <laughs> um, here's one that doesn't get talked about a lot. Leap of Faith. Remember when he plays the preacher? Oh yes. That's a classic. Sergeant Bilko was like a <laughs> a quick one, but that was a good one. Um, mixed nuts. I love Jesus. There's just so many. I know he's talented. 
He was entangled. He was in the Muppet. What movie. is he in home? I don't know. He's one of the voices, I guess. Is he the voice of the guy? The I don't know. I'd have to go back and see. I don't really remember. Our kids love that movie. I know. Love it. And the soundtrack. They love it. Because Rihanna to... does a lot of songs on that. Does she? Yeah, she she sings. You know that song that they're always asking to listen to? She did a lot of the songs on that, and they love it. Listen to this. Father of the Bride Part 3-ish. Released in 2020, an American romantic comedy short film presented in the form of a screen life storytelling written and directed by Nancy Meyer. The movie serves as a legacy sequel, which takes place chronologically after the events of Father of the Bride Part 2. I've never seen this. Have you seen this? No. Never even heard of this. Apparently Steve Martin's in it. I don't want to read. Oh, this is a COVID production, wasn't it? Mm. We really did a lot of stupid things back then, didn't we? And we still continue to do them. So that's the sad part. <laughs> yeah, we do. Um, porn mom almost elected. Okay, do you remember the porn mom or the the wife who was a nurse practitioner or something, and she's running for uh, the House of Delegates in the Commonwealth of Virginia? And they found out that she was doing like porn videos on that chatterbait site with her husband. Okay. Where it was like, uh, you know, you you pay money to have, and you get to tell them what to do. Okay. Yes, I remember this. I was on this one. We also did Bobart that day, didn't we? I think we might have. Yeah. I think that yeah. Might have been okay. Yeah. Grope, grope gate with Bobart. Yeah. Um, you were very passionate about uh, the uh, the woman shaming in this particular instance, if I recall correctly. Yeah. Because she, she had claimed that like th this was like these were like private streams and um, that her opponents were like leaking this out, which was uh, which is illegal. I, I believe that's illegal. Like if somebody does. Well, actually, I don't know how it works. This has to do with, um, believe it or not, Hulk Hogan and Gawker. Like if, if there's a tape out there, if you have a porn tape and you don't sign a release form and somebody releases it, that is a crime. Really? Yeah. So, I guess because I think she was doing it with like her husband. Like that was kind of like maybe their kink. So and, and there's nothing wrong with that. So why? Yeah, I think the technicality of the fight was if you're streaming it, even if it's like a private stream to just members only. Uh, you still can't like re-release like the fact that they took it and shared it was the illegal part. But yeah. maybe they said that it wasn't because it was I, I don't really know. But anyway, she swung it. She swung it her way and good for her. I think she kind of won one out on that one of like, oh, this is, uh, you know, this is like revenge porn. This is illegal what they're doing and they're trying to smear me anyway. Yeah. Uh, she was running, you know, against a Republican businessman, David Owen. She lost. But she lost by less than a thousand votes. See, so it was close. We almost elected porn mom to the House of Delegates in Virginia. That would have been great. You that know? would have. But you know what? There's a lot of other shitty ass people that we've elected. So let's not be surprised here. That's true. But just imagine if we had gotten her elected, the streaming numbers for their sessions would have gone through the roof. Everybody would oh, have been tuning. Oh, one hundred percent. Everybody oh, would have. Yeah. Would have been, been like, bank bank. oh, yeah, they would have been like, we got to watch this. She might be banging her husband in a couple of, you know, a couple of minutes. Yeah. 
I don't know how it works. She's finding a, a, a bill or something, and her husband's right there with her doing dirty things. Let's see. Yeah. She's going to sign the bill without using her hands. Hi, oh. You got to pay. You got to pay five bucks for that. For the for that members only area though to see. Uh, Susanna Gibson. She was a Democrat. She lost, but good for her. Uh, here's what's weird. She had more than five thousand seven hundred and seventy followers on Chatterbait. Okay. Could you imagine if all of those people were in her district? She would have won. Oh yeah, they would have voted for her in a heartbeat. She would have been a slam dunk all the way. I would have voted for her. I know you would if you were very passionate about her. You were like women yeah, can do porn. And she's and doing she's doing something with her. Like there's nothing like even if you think it's wrong, it doesn't make it bad. It you, that's her and her husband. She's not doing anything wrong. Mm. Her and her husband are doing it together. Not hiding and pretending to be straight when they're not and doing things with, you know, young boys and other men. <laughs> Behind, like they're out there. She's out there. This is me and my husband. This is what we enjoy. Mm. Okay? Some That's of our it. other politicians have been known to do from time to time. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. When you think about the amount of non-pornographic politicians we have, look at the job they're doing. Oh, yeah. we, we might as well let the porn people try for a little while. Yeah. Can't be any worse. Ugh, yeah, nothing can get worse than what we have. <laughs> That's very true. That's okay. very true. Uh, well, anyway, congratulations to Susanna Gibbons on a good run. Uh, I hope she runs again. I actually think, you know where I think she made her mistake? Too local. You know, I think she's got to go above the state level. I think she yeah. should go for the House of Representatives instead of the House of Delegates. <laughs> True. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's got national recognition. Again, she's got all them chatterbait people. 5,700 followers ain't, ain't nothing to, uh, you know. Nothing to shake your head at. I don't think we have as many followers on Instagram. <laughs> you know. Yeah. She's doing Granted, something right. I don't show my butt on Instagram, but you know. I I don't I don't know if anyone wants that. We did the we did that little butt bit on the last podcast. And what did I say to you immediately after it was done? I was like, I don't know if that was that good. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if that's gonna when that idea was conceived i'm like oh this is going to be a highlight reel type of a thing and then when it came time to cut up monday's show i was like mm, let's leave that one out because you still have the mentality of like a 14 year old boy <laughs> yeah i do and you still think things are funny you still think like a 14 year old when it comes to funny like what you think is funny oh my god there's a new trend where it's women for some reason though but it's like an older like a 40 year old woman older it's so sad to say but well, she's i'm 41 i know but she'll be like walking in the video and go to bend over pick something up and like her back goes out and then she farts at the same time as she like oh, i've seen seven true. people do it the little fart after the back breaking sound just makes me chuckle like a 10 year old <laughs> i don't laugh at that because it's so true i'm just like i i feel that I know. I feel that. I know. We're so old. Uh, Cuddles had this little breaking story as we were jumping on the air here. Uh, SAG after strike is set to end at midnight after negotiators for the union approved a preliminary agreement with the big wig studios on Wednesday. 
This uh, deal marks the end to Hollywood's longest ever actor strike, a stoppage that began in July over issues ranging from residual payments to the use of artificial intelligence. Uh, the studios had recently warned the union that the deadline was quickly approaching to try and salvage at least part of the current production season. A lot of people don't know that there is a production season for uh, film and television, television mostly. They're making films all the time, but it's mostly television and streaming shows. Um, so they had to kind of get that in. The approval by the union's committee is a key breakthrough, but the full SAG after membership still has to approve the deal. Uh, which I believe that they will. I mean, I can't imagine them turning on their own union, although we are in crazy times. Yeah. Uh, but this is a, a pretty big deal. Fran Dreschner, the nanny, comes through in the end, makes it happen for everybody. You got to be excited about that. Gotta love her. Yeah, she's the best. She's just up there. I like her little speeches. She's like, I didn't think this was going to be this difficult. You know, she just <laughs> goes on about it. But it's true, though. I mean, everywhere you turn, these big, huge corporations are making a boatload of money. Their CEOs yeah. are making $70 million a year. And, uh, you know, they, in every industry, there's there's the low man on the totem pole. In the acting industry, there's just you know, 500,000 people out of work all the time, you know, mm. who could hit and be millionaires the next second. But until they do, it's a big, long struggle. And it's like, you got to take care of some of those people. You know, you got to take care of the low people. Companies yeah. don't really seem to get that. They don't because they don't care. They just want to make their money. But listen, they have they have stockholders. They have to get their money, too. And that's all they care about. Mm. Yeah, it's true. That's that's the problem. When when the CEOs started just answering straight to the shareholders because they're just trying to extend their little CEO life expectancy, that's when most of these companies and and really our country took a turn for the worst. Because mm -hmm. now they're all making short term, you know, decisions and you know, shooting themselves in the foot for the long haul. But I'll tell you what, it, it was a fight worth fighting just for that AI thing. And this is a fight that's going to be happening in industries all across the world with AI taking over. I mean, AI is so insanely ridiculous. Like what it's able to do, forget even with the chat GPT, but with the, you know, you could, there's AI programs out there where you just write what you want to see and they paint you a picture in five seconds, you know, it's crazy. And then the other day, Cuddles, I'm on uh, Google and I'm Googling something and they're like, would you like to try our new, google ai and i'm like all right and so i i was googling a synonym for something because i was writing something and it just so i got my google search results but then up at the top i got this whole big thing about like you know a great way to write it or try and do it this way and synonyms overlooked that you know and i was just like oh my god this is like yeah insane that's scary it really is. It really is kind of scary. And they keep updating that chat GPT too. It used to be like it was up to 2020, like it knew the world before 2020 and nothing after. And now it's up to uh, February of this year. It has learned everything up to February of this year. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, and here, Coco's got it right here. Agree, AI is scary. They learn all the time. That's what's nuts about it. The more you type into it and prompt it and ask it questions, it doesn't just forget the questions. It learns and becomes better. 
So, yeah, it's just downright crazy. And, you know, you pass through like Google or TikTok, I mean, YouTube or TikTok, and you watch these videos. Like we talked about this a little while ago, like Tom Hanks was like, I don't know who's out there pretending to be me, but there's somebody out there pretending to like pedal reverse mortgages or something crazy like that, whatever it was, or a dental plan or something. And it was an entire AI Tom Hanks. It looked like him. It sounded like him. That's scary. It is so scary. It's so scary. And they have those like singers now too. Like that's why everybody got upset over the Beatles song because they thought it was like an AI John Lennon. Like they were like the computer made up his voice, but that's not what happened. But I understand people thinking that way because I heard Freddie Mercury the other day sing fucking smells like teen spirit. <laughs> I love that song. You know? Yeah. So it's really scary, like what you know that's scary. Somebody said, I don't know, maybe it was you. They were like, how are we going to tell what's real anymore? And I'm like, we're not. <laughs> You're just not. Oh, Nobody's going to know what's real anymore. That's horrible. It's true, though. Like, you joke about, like, oh, turning into the, you know, are we in a matrix? Are we in a simulation? If we're not, we're basically putting ourselves there. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to. Can they do it after I die? I mean, think about it. Our children are going to live in it. Like, we're going to – like, you know how our parents couldn't quite grasp the internet even to today? Yes. Like, they just still can't handle Facebook and all that stuff. Like, when your mom says, I'm just going to call Uber. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because I'm going to call Uber. Or when she tells me about an an argument she has on Facebook. And I go look. Oh, God. My mother showed me an argument between her and some other person. She could have written a book. It would have been shorter. <laughs> like she could have written a not like I'm like, if you would have written, a, if you would have just put this down in a word document instead of in the YouTube comment section uh, or Facebook comment section, it, it would have been, you know, you could have gotten a publisher and you could have made some scratch off of this. Yeah. But she, instead she's... you're trying to pers- persuade, uh, you know, Johnny in fucking Utah. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, I know, but one of these days she's going to end up with, like, someone at her door. Well, yeah, you joke all the time. The FBI is going to be, like... She's, she's, she's going to... They're going to knocking at her door that crazy. She fights with everyone. She's going to make threats or something because of her Italian temper. Mm. God, she, someone's going to be at her fucking door. You know what's so funny? We never really talked about this, but my mother... Do you remember when the guy went down to Orlando and shot up the the gay nightclub? Oh yeah. Do you remember this? And so the the this that gunman, I forget who what his name was or whatever the case was, but he walked through Disney Springs or downtown Disney, whatever you want to call it. Oh yeah. Before he went to the nightclub and shot it up. And so my mother saw this on the news and of course she got incensed because she's like, "My kids and grandchildren like to go there so i have to make it safe so she got on her little thing and wrote a letter she's known to do and she like um you know she took disney to task about why there's no security in in disney springs so that was i mean i don't know when that was six seven years ago whatever the case is so which weren't we there like two weeks before it happened or a month before um we were one of the surprises. We were there. Either we, yes, we were going to be there before, well, like right before it. Yeah. So it was a weird, it was a weird thing for her, which I, I get. So she writes this whole big thing. 
fast forward to you know this past summer we go down there and we stop by to visit them for a little bit and my my father comes to meet us at downtown disney for the day and now we're going through all this like advanced security and he's like oh, this, is re- this is ridiculous yeah I, it, that was a little crazy like you couldn't get through you couldn't get out of the parking lot to go in before you and they search your bags like where, where like where are we you can't this is public we're not mm. on like private like i don't get it it's like going to a mall it was like and a they're going through your fucking bags yeah um, i yeah, mean i know it's it, for safety but i'm like people come here with kids you're gonna go through every single goddamn bag that's what it was it's basically like a glorified outdoor mall right i mean it's a good yeah, comparison. it's a mall yeah and we're just going through security, full body scans. They're looking through Cuddle's bag. And my dad's like, this is crazy. This is ridiculous. And in my head, I'm thinking, I think your wife helped get this here. I'm not sure. She, she did this. <laughs> and I, I had the boot. Remember, I had the boot on my leg. And, and like, I had yes. so many problems with the boot because I kept setting off alarms. I had to take it off in the airport. So I was just like, God damn it. I just want to get in the elevator and go down. And did they, like, like scan your boot a little bit, too? Yes. Like- yeah. Yes, everyone's skin. like I'm. I'm not. I'm not bringing anything in in a fucking walking boot. Mm-hmm. I'm just. I don't get it. So yeah. So now everything because your mother. Hmm. Uh, Renee's got a good point here. I think we. I think it's time we start charging the big companies for our data instead of offering it for free. It's very true. Mm-hmm. When you think about the amount of information we just offer up to people, you know. It is. It is kind of true, although you know it's it's strange. Although I'm a big big privacy guy, you know that I don't want to give up our privacy. But at the same time, I mean, we're sitting through a lot less worse commercials than we did in the past. Oh yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Right, like because everything is like customized to you on social media and everything. It's kind of nice to have like you get like a lot of fashion ads. I get like a lot of hockey ads and stuff. It's kind of nice. do you remember how I was telling you yesterday about our daughter's Girl Scout troop and our theme for the next meeting? Mm-hmm. Is the balloons like the Thanksgiving Day Parade? <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. Don't even ask how we get into this. Um, well, I go on my phone like 10 minutes later, and the next thing you know, like I start getting ads for making balloons and party city and helium and i'm like oh my god they're listening but then i'm like oh great i was gonna have to google this anyway mm. and like because i had looked up like we were looking up like how to make like you know balloons and stuff and all these things and then it just like it just helped me like oh here's a helium tank and here's a this and here's a that i'm like oh okay so sometimes it can come in handy do you want to tell people that story or should we not share that story? What? About the Thanksgiving theme? <sighs> no, we can. We can. I mean, so, Cuddles goes go to me. We have big, you know, you, everybody can see the studio lights in the studio up here, right? So we have like big, big lights. And I have a few extra of them. And uh, like one of them is in the garage. And so. Cuddles, I get this from Cuddles. I go, can we uh, borrow that light? And in the years past, I've been, I would have been like, yeah, sure. But now I've learned to ask why. <laughs> and so she goes to me, well, the Girl Scouts 
have decided to throw our own Thanksgiving Day Parade. And I'm like, okay. Now, why was this? Because our school banned balloons? Yes, because of, and an, out of an abundance of caution, they are doing a project in school to create balloons like the Thanksgiving Day Parade, but they're not using balloons because of latex. So um, I'm like, who the fuck is allergic to latex? Um, but I guess it's a thing. So they have to use like, you know, like egg cartons. They're going, you know, grassroots. They're going to make shit out of like pipe cleaners, um, which I have to start with your son at home. Um, so that gave us the idea. But we can use latex at the Girl Scouts because none of our girls have any allergies. And like, fuck them if they do. So she goes, so. we're going to have our own Thanksgiving <laughs> Day Parade. We're going to have the kids make um, their float. own floats. Like float balloon. Yeah. You know, balloons with with little balloons. And I'm right away thinking like this. There's no way that's ever going to look any near close to good. Like I've, I've seen what these little girls can draw and there's no way they can construct <laughs> A, a hot air balloon, you know, like it's just not, yeah. you know, a Thanksgiving flow. It's crazy. And then Cuddles goes, we need the light. And I go, why? Because where they have the meetings right now is like in the school cafeteria. And so the brilliant leader leadership that we have in the Girl Scout troop here <laughs> decide that we have to light outside of the cafeteria so that all the parents can see the parade. And the first that was thing, my idea. The first thing I'm thinking is, why don't we just have the parade inside the cafeteria no. <laughs> where it's well lit and also, might I add, warm, uh, heated, you know? No. So that, no, that was, doesn't work. <laughs> that was, and then you go, because the, the parents have to be there to cheer on the kids in the parade and then take the kids home, which... None of that argument seemed like anything that couldn't happen indoors. No, no. Because this is the problem. Happen. You and your friend, I know what's happening in your minds. You're picturing these 40-foot taped balloons. That these I'm not picturing. No, I'm not. That these girls are going to create, and it's literally going to be six balloons poorly scotch-taped to each other. That let's be so honest, what? no matter how hard they try and make, uh, you know, Woodstock or Snoopy, it's going to look like coronavirus. No matter what it is, it's going <laughs> to look like that virus. Illustration. Hey, hey, listen, we're not using double sided tape. OK, motherfucker, we're getting these special circles that are sticky on both sides and we've already tried it and the balloons stuck together. OK, <laughs> so we're one step closer and we have a lot of. Um, those little sticks. What do you call them? <laughs> oh, that was the other thing. You know, somebody wanted to use popsicle sticks. I'm like, the thing is... They're going to be holding little popsicle sticks with balloons. People are going to think they've lost their minds. But we... Well, so we're like, well, we have to get it so that... the How are we going to get it to have the balloons stay up? And I'm not understanding this. And they're like, well, we can use like all these popsicle sticks and then maybe we can use pipe cleaners and i'm like what do you mean the balloons are gonna float like what you, like i'm just thinking a balloon not knowing that they want us to fucking blow these balloons up with i'm not i'm like oh we have to get helium i was yeah. like i'm not doing this i'm not doing this there's no way in fucking hell i'm gonna be blowing up so i'm gonna be dead on the floor 
And, De- and this I don't grand, have the, I do not have the long capacity for this. In this grand scheme of of <laughs> an idea, nobody thought, oh, we need he- balloons need helium to go up. Well, no, 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 no. We thought we'd be able to keep it up with like I don't I'm just like popsicle sticks, like we would make <laughs> like longer, like we'd we'd glue some popsicle sticks there. But you have to remember this. We are three adults to 16 little girls that we can't get them to sit down that mm. they are literal they have more energy one of them has more energy than the three adults put together so we're like 16 of them and i'm like i think we're you know i'm like this is a lot but then i don't want anything to do with like the making of the float i i am not artistic me I'm all about how are we going to get them out? Like I said to the other co-leader, I'm like, she always brings like her like radio thing, like her portable. I'm like, we can, we can play marching band music on that. So, you know, (laughs) the people think they're marching band and they have like a banner that they used in another parade. They just did a veterans day parade. So we have like this official, like five foot banner that says, you know, the girl scouts and everything. So we'll have like the older girls. Cause some of them have sisters that come to the meetings. They're going to hold the banner and they'll walk out. And then our girls will walk out and we'll have like the band music. And I might have, I might have today gone <laughs> to the security guard uh, Al, and been like, look. can I borrow your cones to put along <laughs> to make like a <laughs> He looked at me and the cones have like ring, they have like rope, but it's like chain. And I'm like, can you put them at the back of the school? And he's like, what are you doing? And I told him and he's like, okay. And I was like, we need to make like a road that the girls are going to walk down and the parents are, he's like, and this is for Girl Scouts. I was like, yeah. And he's looking at me and he's like, okay, no problem. And he's like, but it's only for Girl Scouts. I'm like, it's for Girl Scouts. What, what do you want? It's like, go big or go home. It's bad when the grammar school parking lot security ranger is looking down on your idea like it's silly. That's that's when you know. <laughs> oh, shut up, Al. Times have gotten rough. No, I'm trying to make it fun, okay? This to me is like, you just played, and everybody kind of knows that viral video where you hear the beginning of Earth, Wind, and Fire September. And it's like the big trumpets and everything, and it's so nice. And then it goes to that, like, like that, ba- yeah. <laughs> like that poorly played version. <laughs> I feel like that's what care. we're heading towards. I don't care. They're, they are six years old. They're just going to be making, sticking, gluing, paint, I don't care, permanent markers. We're going to put feathers on them. Whatever. I do not care. At the at six o'clock, these parents are gonna come, line up, and then take their kids home. Okay. Oh my and goodness! That's it. it is gonna be a scene. It is going but to be a listen, scene. Listen, I don't do anything half-ass. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do it right. We're gonna do a parade. We're doing a parade. And if I could get those things that shoot, what's that? What those confetti things? I might get a confetti thing if I could think I could get away with it without the school yelling at me. This is what happens is one bad idea. And now next thing I know, I'm going to be $400. I don't think any, I don't think any of these ideas are bad. I do have to make sure that we can bring helium into the school. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, it is after hours, so there will be no children other than hours there. Bird said a lot of people are actually allergic to latex. I get a lot of patients every day that have been uh, that have a special sign in their chart saying don't use latex. Yeah, because those gloves are latex that doctors and nurses use, right? Yeah, I don't think any gloves. of our girls, because we have to ask if they have any special allergies. It's so funny that you said that. That reminded me of... I, I might have told this story before, but when I was at CBS FM in the city, the radio station, and we decided to do the Thanksgiving Day Parade one year, we were just going to hand out balloons, uh, which was the, our like big idea. So we rented a hotel near the parade route and decided to blow up a thousand balloons the night before the parade that when I got back to the hotel room at four o'clock in the morning, all of them were on the floor. Oh God! <laughs> None of what them Because we were because they don't. Those balloons really don't hold that that uh, you know that well. And yeah. plus, plus you it was like the, you put the little plastic thing on the end that had a string to it that was our that was the thing that yeah. sealed it, so we didn't have to tie it. And that was just slowly leaking out helium. So God bless the two people that actually slept in that room. They were high as fuck the whole next oh, morning. God. But anyway, I bring it up because we had, we rent this hotel room on Thanksgiving Eve. And we decide that we're going to have a shipment of a helium tank delivered to the hotel room. Oh, God. Are you allowed to do those things? No, you're not. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> and Cuddles, when I tell you, it wasn't like the little tiny one that you could buy at like Party City. This was a commercial size industrial <gasps> strength. You've seen them on the road. You've, you've seen those trucks with the big metal canisters, the helium yes. tanks. Where there's like one of those pulled up in front of the hotel and dropped this fucking tank on. Oh, God. <laughs> That's crazy. And we're literally, because we couldn't get it into the elevator, so we rushed it past the front desk and went to the stairs. And we were the two guys were carrying it, and I was following behind them because I had to, like, you know, sign for it and all that stuff. And it, the guy behind the front desk comes up to me and goes, I didn't just see your friends carrying a helium tank, did I? And I go, no, of course not. No, no. <laughs> No, no. I Matt, that I actually thought. I'm like, wait, what if the school doesn't want us to bring helium? And there I am googling, what can I use other than helium to blow up a balloon for it to stay? And everything's like hot air. I'm like, okay, I'm not bringing a hair dryer and putting hot air. I'm like, I'll blow. I'm like, okay, this is not gonna work. So I'm just gonna leave the logistics to my other co-leader, and that's it. Well, Coco's got a good idea. What about paper mache instead of this terrible, stupid balloon idea? Why not let them just make uh, stuff I mean, out of paper I mache? Can, yeah, like our son has to come up with an idea of what he wants to make, and then I have to send him in the stuff. Like, like the school has, like, construction paper and, like, pipe cleaners and, like, a, other stuff for him to do. But, like, if I he wants to do something, I have to – send in stuff for him like a egg carton which makes me want to put my head through the wall because we spent twelve hundred dollars on school supplies at the beginning of the year because we need 17 yeah. packs of markers and thirty-seven thousand crayons and 14 yeah. packages of construction paper and now all of a sudden we need some new shit it's like yeah yeah i don't i don't know where the money goes 
Um, but she's like, hey, the, the steam, is it, no, steam, there's steam. The steam teacher's like, if you just want to start it beforehand and then just bring it into school on the day you go to steam. And I'm like, what day do you go to steam? He's like, well, after this weekend, and I'm like, what day of the week, please? And he's like, I don't know. I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, I have to message you, teacher, now to figure out what day you go to Steam. So I know to send you with this crap. We should just see if we could buy a mini parade float. <laughs> and I'm just, yeah, well, let's, let me tell you, this weekend, you are definitely going to have, you're the more art one. You can do more. Mm. You go right ahead. It's going to be you and him doing an art project together. Yeah, I don't know. I am the artistic one, but I do. I am also the angry one who likes to flip tables over. So you know, we got to be careful. Find fine line to tell right there. Mm. You please. You like a pansy when it comes to your kids. Meanwhile, my daughter showed me a picture that she drew for one of the boys in her class. That it says "Love Which Boy, Love James" on it. Oh, well, they sit next to each other. They, I saw them. Yeah, and they were in STEAM class sitting next to each other. I hope they everybody enjoys the podcast now because I'm not going to make it into the – we haven't even gotten out of kindergarten. Which grade is she in first grade? Is she She's in first, in grade? first grade. We, uh, we're not going to get out of first grade. I just – I I used to think I'd be checking out around seventh grade for her, maybe high school if I could, if a miracle happens. Now I don't I don't know if I'm gonna see third grade for her. I just I can't I can't fucking take it. I just can't take it. Um That's all I got, Cuddles. I'm dreaming of this turkey suit. Did you see did you like the turkey, the Thanksgiving suit? No, sushi? I don't like it. I know I don't like it. This guy roasts chicken. It's not turkey, it's chicken. And he slowly peels the skin off and lays all the skin flat. Then he puts stuffing down then he puts mashed potatoes then he puts a little sliver of cut cranberry like right at like he just like sliced it right out of the can and then he puts uh some of the chicken he lays the chicken out rolls it all up uses the the skin and then he makes like this tube like they make for sushi he slices it and it's like a little thanksgiving uh Sushi that roll skin, looks amazing. That, the skin, no, that skin looked disgusting. It needed to be crispier. It did not look good. I'm not making that. Don't get any ideas. It looked crispy on the roll, but you're right. When he was peeling it off, it looked kind of soggy uh, and oily and gross. Yeah, it did not look good. I would not make that. Mm. Uh, Robin, sounds like we're going to need some AOA stickers to slap on all the new shop facts. Funny you should mention that, Robin. We Got a whole bunch of new AOA stickers in a while yeah. ago and misplaced them in, in our own home. But luckily, they've been located and uh, we're going to start sending them out. So uh, that'll be nice. We'll put some stuff in the member area. It'll be a members only like uh, giveaway. Uh, but we'll uh, we'll get like, I don't know, five or ten. I don't even know how many. Twenty, thirty, whatever it is. Um, we'll We'll get everybody to post uh, or like a thing and whatever and we'll figure out how to get addresses and we'll send out some fun stuff just before the holiday so that yeah be they're nice i like them the yeah they are very nice a, a, a smarter person would have picked the picked one up and brought it to the studio up here but i didn't do that so they're still downstairs yeah um, but they're a nice little exclusive design you know what i think we'll not even show it uh, on the main channel we'll just keep it all for the members only so um We'll uh, 
we'll put that together and we'll start to to send those out which will be good for the holidays we'll stick around i know i, I made know. a big decision oh. what yeah Go ahead. no i just wanted uh to tell you that um you know how our daughter went back to school today after being homesick for a week yes um everyone missed her everyone was talking and everyone was telling her business and telling everyone that she was in the hospital and everyone was so afraid and her little friend James was very upset. Yeah. That's what I was that's what I got today when I went into the school today. That everyone missed her and everyone was very upset. Uh Onion, I just want the sink thingy for Christmas. Please don't bring that up. That was that was oh. another thing that cost us $125 just to ship that around the planet a couple times. Oh my god, I'll never forget that. But when it came back, I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, what? I'm like, I just sent this. What happened? Like, what is going on? <laughs> um, Coco's got a couple hours left with the Britney book. I'm excited. I'm waiting for a <gasps> full book report on that. Yeah, let us know. Mm. Yeah, I want to know what that Britney said. I hear it's good. People say it's really, really good. Oh, do you know what I heard? That uh what's his name who's the who's the the english actor he's getting divorced steve martin. no not steve no shut oh. up uh the one that was in les mis is it no, it's not hugh grant who's no the one idea. that's oh. do i look like i saw I, les mis I, the movie oh right i spent he's my entire a, life uh ignoring that broadway show uh now i'm gonna go watch the movie hugh jack x-men hugh jackman hugh jackman yeah okay yeah, he's getting divorced. No, we knew that. He, yes, we. I know we knew that. It's coming out that she's getting a hundred million dollars as long as she signs uh, an NDA. She's got to sign in the NDA. I want to know why they want her to sign an NDA. Because mm, I think he killed somebody. No. Oh. Well, no. Do you really think that? Maybe there are a lot of rumor. There's a lot of what do they call those things that um, blind items? Yes. There's a lot of them about him, and that <laughs> they're going crazy now. Right, that he's gay. Right, he just um, yeah, and other things. Yeah, because I mean, he's far too good of a dancer and an actor and a dresser. Yeah, but like, who cares? Who cares? Yeah, again, we like with you. Will, we'll I know who cares. Who cares? Yeah. Really? But to give a hundred mil as long as she signs the NDA, that's some sus. That's sus. He's got he's got that Wolverine. I didn't realize that. He's probably got a ton of money. Oh yeah. Yeah. Was, and he does Broadway. He does a lot. I was gonna say he was on Broadway or he was on stage somewhere doing something and he made a joke about being gay. Yeah, and, there's like, like the punchline. The punchline was like, oh, I, I'm, a, you know, I'm, and I really thought he was going to say gay. And he said, oh, I'm Australian. Um, so oh, that's where he's from. He's Australian. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. L live, live right next door to Ossiani from what I, from what I understand. Very close. Oh yeah. Maybe she hears something in the news there. Hmm. No, he lives here. He doesn't, he's, he got off that island. Yeah, but. He got yeah. Well, they have a lot of fucking spiders and shit. I don't play around. Huge. I'm not going to Australia. I'm never going there. Volkswagen it, size it's, spiders. 
Yeah, they're beautiful. The land, beautiful. It looks so nice. Um, I'm okay. I'm okay. So you're not going to go to visit Ossiani? That would be nice. No, I'll fly her here. Come to New York. Ossiani, I, I, I have a serious question for you. When I go to visit Australia on my own, can you help me save a couple bucks and let me stay with you? That would be great. Just let me know. I'm very, very quiet. Outside of 8.30 Eastern Standard Time, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You won't even know I'm there. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It's true. Robin makes a good point. ACDC. Uh, Australia did give us ACDC. I don't know if he's gay, though. I, I don't even know if anybody gives a shit at, at this point anymore. You know? I don't. But I am surprised. I, know. I am surprised when rich people who are living out their dreams acting can't keep a marriage together. I, I'm very surprised that that even happens. Yeah, I, I I mean it's hard being married. Ossiani mm. mm, says, "Of that. course, Aunt." So that's awesome. Aww. And then uh, Onion proposed wife swap show in the making. Send cuddles to Australia in exchange for Annie. Um, wait, is Ossiani married? Like, how will we? I don't know. Uh, that doesn't sound like uh, wife swapping, though. That sounds like what's that movie you like? Oh, the holiday. The holiday. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll do that. Well, I don't know about in Australia. I don't know. Where does she live in Australia? Are there are there kangaroo? And how far is she from water? I have a lot of questions. If we're following the logic of the holiday, she's from a quaint little farmhouse in the middle of the prairie. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm just saying. What was that movie? Oh, Arrival. Remember when oh, she? Oh, so good. She told the story about the meaning of kangaroo. Yeah. Hmm. I'm, oh. I lied. Okay, listen to this. This is what we're gonna end the show on. I heard this today. I don't even know if it's true, but it's one of those things that I just love so much. I'm gonna perpetuate it on the internet, like it's one million percent true. The New York area was settled first by the Dutch, right? And they called it New Amsterdam. Along came the British colonies, French and everybody else who came and settled in here and in these areas afterwards, right? So the Dutch originally lived down in the lowest part of Manhattan. And when everybody else came to settle, they basically just you know were higher and higher up on the island. Um, people didn't like each other back in the day, right? Didn't matter what you were, if you were from another part of the country or another country, they just automatically hated you, right? So all the British people who came in and settled in the area didn't really love the Dutch. And the story at the time is that all the men who lived here, or all the Dutch men, only had really two names, Jan and Keys. And that is the derivative of Yankees, because they said that they would just walk around and be like, there are those damn Yankees, they wanted to come up with like a slur for them. And since everybody was named Jan and Key, they just called them Yankees and Yankees turned into Yankees. And then George Steinbrenner won a bunch of World Series. That's basically the iteration of that story. Seriously? No. That's the, that is what I heard on the internet. And the internet would never lie to us. Babe, you know you can't always believe what's on the internet, right? Mm-hmm. 
That's right? not true. I read a quote once that said, you can trust anything you read on the internet. And that was by one Abraham Lincoln. And he was oh, the God. greatest president ever. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't think about I don't think so. I thought I don't know. I don't think that's the reason why we're they're called the Yankees. Mm, unless you could find a more interesting story, that's the story we're going with. All right. <laughs> All right, Cuddles. Appreciate you being here as always. Oh, thank you. I like being here. Hello, everyone. Happy birthday, Aussie Annie. Happy birthday, Aussie Annie. And many, many more. Yes, lots more. Um, everybody else in the live chat, appreciate you being here. Everybody else on the replay crew, love having you as well. Um, we got lots coming up, Cuddles. We've got a Britney book review from Coco. Ooh. We've got a Pete Davidson uh, comedy show review from JSABS. I could do without that, but go ahead. I don't want to spoil things, but I've already gotten some intel back, and supposedly the night was a little rough. <laughs> Something was very annoying at that uh, event, so we'll get all those details and more coming up on the next episode. Until then, try not to go too crazy. We will see you guys on Friday. Bye. Show me potato salad. Maybe we should go now. Go ahead.